welcome to episode four of the We Out Here podcast. Uh, for everybody who's asking, we are still working on getting on to iTunes and Google Play, but they're just trying to keep us down. But we're working on it. But you can still catch us on Spotify, wherever else you're listening. And if you're listening to this after the fact, uh, welcome. Welcome. So uh, this is the We Out Here podcast. I'm Conti. That's Carlo. And we're just here to talk some shit. So uh, how was your day today, Carlo? It was pretty good. You know, overall, you know, I can't really complain. I got out there. I played some basketball for a solid for a solid six hours, I would say. And um, I was pretty constant with the movement. <clears throat> so I'm not officially an old man yet, but the body was hurting. I had to do some things to... Uh, rejuvenate myself but i'm feeling a lot better now and i'm chilling out you know i did have a cramp though that shit was terrible a leg cramp it felt like my entire calf muscle was flexed there's yo there's nothing there's nothing worse than the calf than the fucking calf uh muscle cramp when it just locks up and it's just like full tight all the way because you can't do anything you just gotta like I can't front. I was screaming in pain. I was screaming. This one was bad. And you know, the crazy thing about it, it's like the rest of my body just wanted to do the same thing. So I moved my toe a certain way. And it's like my foot wanted to start cramping. And I felt like uh, I felt so useless. But it only lasted a solid like 45 seconds to a minute. And um, from there, I was good. And so... Overall, I was good. How about you, man? How was your day? Oh, it's been good. You know, work is work is work. You know, we out. Yo, that sigh that I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> that sigh that you just did, yeah, was so like, oh, my day fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what I got from that sigh. Yeah, I mean, it ain't it ain't great. It ain't great, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. It could be worse. You know what I'm saying? It could right. be worse. So we here, we, we alive, and uh, everything's everything's working. So it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, so there was lots of stuff in the news this week. So uh, so let's, let's just get into it. Uh, the first thing is uh, RJ Hampton signed with the New Zealand Breakers. Now... Mm-hmm. For people who don't, let's let's go over. Maybe not everyone. And I feel like we've been doing a lot of basketball, but that's because it's playoff basketball time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for people who don't know, um, well, two things. One, R.J. Hampton is a high school player who is a five-star recruit and probably one of the top ten players that were going to college. He could have gone to any college in the entire United States of America for sure. Any Anyone mm-hmm. he wanted to, he would have went to. And so... Uh, there's a rule for in basketball which now requires you to be one year out of high school. Uh, the interpretation of that rule is that most kids go to college for one year. Uh, it used to not be that way. You used to be able to go straight out of high school like Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and lots of other famous big-time basketball players. But used to be able to go straight out of high school, and they got rid of that. Uh, to try to encourage um, kids to go to college. Now, number one, the NCAA is just a trash organization, and uh, in my opinion, and they're terrible. But 
what some people are doing and normally not as big of players as these but uh the biggest ones that have happened so far have been the the ball sons outside of um his two brothers what's their names Lamelo uh, and um Jello I know that's yeah. it. Leangelo. 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 That was it. Jello. <laughs> that's his nickname. I know. I know. So, so the Ball brothers. <laughs> I didn't make that up. But the Ball brothers were probably going to get recruited to colleges based on their fame. Uh, they're good, but they weren't. RJ Hampton is the biggest profile player that has done that is not that has decided to bypass college and go play professionally. So, what shouts to Zion Williamson. Yeah. So. Is, yeah, for yeah, that's another example. So, well, let me let me finish explaining this, and then we can talk about some of the other stuff for the people that don't mm-hmm. know. So, what he what R.J. Hampton decided to do was go to the New Zealand Breakers, which is a in the, the part of the National Basketball League, which is based in Australia, and he's going there to live like a pro and play in that league. Uh, now, because mm-hmm. the rule is that you only have to. Um, you only have to be a year out of high school. It's not that you have to play a year in college. So he's choosing to go to another country to play pro for a year in another league and then in order to come back here. Now, what's happening is that a lot of people, a lot of high-profile people are coming out saying, oh, this is a bad choice for him because he's going to miss out on the college experience and all that stuff. Like who? Well, you just see the articles out there where people are saying that there's, you know, uh, that this is a bad decision. But mm-hmm. I think that that's mostly because high-played NCAA people or people that are financially invested in college teams doing well uh, don't like that this is an option. So now he's going to go play pro for a year and then come back. I, I think this is great. I think that. Any big-time player like Zion Williamson, they should have did this. There's literally no reason. Well, I mean, Zion Williamson probably got paid more by Duke than he would have by going to New Zealand. But that's a whole that's a whole another corruption story that we wouldn't even get into. But uh, what's your feelings on this, uh, what, what uh, R.J. Hampton decided to do? I hate to answer your question with a question, but I'd like to ask you, what are your thoughts on, you know, some of the articles that were saying he's going to miss out on the college experience? Uh, I think that it's just people trying to guilt people into doing what is expected of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what is the, like, is the college experience like meeting new people and being around them? Like, I get it, right? Because I don't go to college, I don't know who Carlo Brown is, right? I don't go to college, I don't meet a lot of the people that I'm very personal close friends with but Uh that's more of leaving your hometown and going somewhere else i feel like being an adult getting paid and getting out while still not being in the nba is a much better decision because he's going to go to new zealand he's going to get paid but he's not going to be get he's not going to get nba paid but he'll get paid and he's going to live like a pro live with grown-ass men adults and he doesn't have to fake the whole school thing because at the NCAA Uh level, right? What are these kids doing? They're going to classes that they don't want to take. They're really stressing themselves out because they're doing classes and practice. They're probably doing, 
They're doing practice in the morning, classes, more practice. They got to get tutors. They got to, like, there's a lot of shit going on that these kids are doing. So it's not like Zion Williamson was out there partying. Like, it's not like he could go out and be like, go get hammered until 3.30 in the morning on a weekend like a regular college freshman. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still there on a mission. I'm going to come in and dominate this year, and then I'm going to go to the NBA, and I'm going to be the number one draft pick, and that's what's going to happen. So I think that when people say, oh, he's going to miss the college experience, I mean, I guess, but I don't know how great of the college experience is for a freshman athlete who's only doing a stop before their NF- before their NBA career is. You know, <clears throat> I like everything that you said. I agree with that wholeheartedly. My thing on that specifically is what experience do they expect to get in the six months that that they're going to be over there playing? Think about it. They're going over there from one, maybe two semesters. Pardon me for hitting the table. They're going to be there for about two semesters. And um, of that, they're mostly going to be training, going to classes, uh, things that you said, but the classes are even a joke. What my question, like you said, is what experience are they really getting other than being used to make lots of revenue? And that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not going to get too much in on the NCAA. Um, the thing that I like about it specifically is Adam Silver has been pretty proactive in this in this issue. Um, the commissioner in the of uh, the commissioner of the pardon me for my um stuttering today, excuse me, the commissioner of the NBA, he specifically has uh, been pretty proactive when tackling this issue. He um, has been taking looks into the G League and noticing how players are actually going down there and developing and being able to come into the NBA and dominate. Prime example that I don't have to go too far right now is Pascal Siakam. He was a D-League champion two years ago. Now he's dominating in the finals. He had 32 points in game one. He was actually held to five of 17 shooting in game two. And we'll see what he can do going into Golden State. But, hey, he's proven that he can be a good two-way player offensively and defensively in the paint. So that's a good example of how the G-League development comes into play. Because before, the biggest issue when these kids would get drafted is a lot of them aren't a Kevin Garnett. They aren't a LeBron James where they go as the first round, first pick, straight out of high school, dominate the league. Some of them fall to the 20th pick. A lot of them, to be honest with you, um, end up like Kwame Brown. Now the, the G-League exists, so these players have – a step down where they can go to, in my opinion, the second best, most professional league in the in the world. Because, I mean, he's going to go to New Zealand. He's going to be playing other players, but it's not going to be the same level of competition it is in the NBA. But I will say it will be the better competition than it is in um, anything in the NCAA. The oldest person in the NCAA is 22. Yeah. You know, play some six foot ten. 28-year-old, you know, guy that can't really make it in the NBA, but he's still a pretty damn good basketball talent. And that's what you have overseas. So shouts to Adam Silver for wanting to reinstate uh, the age being back to 18 where these players can come into the league. That way they can 
come into the league, potentially either play on a team or go directly to the G League. My only issue with what people try to say is, oh, well, they can always go back and get their college education. It's such horseshit. (laughs) And the reason I say that is because what education are they completing in six months? They're just going to leave and go play pro ball. They should go and start doing that immediately. It's not even about the money. It's about insuring and getting the insurance. What if he blows his leg out in college? He's he's fucked. Superstar talent. Never going to get, you know, what he should have gotten, you yeah. know, when that could have been a first round contract. Yeah. And that's very true. So. At the end of the day, these guys should get compensated. Compensated. Don't say just because they're students, they're not athletes. I hate that student athlete cop out. They should get some paper, you know, because they're out. The we went to school in the Syracuse region. Syracuse's basketball is bigger than the Knicks for Central New York. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It is a lifestyle. Um, shouts to Carmelo Anthony. That's the matter. But just just wrapping up what we're saying, I know I've gone in, you know, in depth. And as when people talk to me about basketball, they they tend to realize that I'm into that shit. Like ball is life, dead ass. But <clears throat> what I'm saying is specifically, these kids should get compensated for what they're doing, for what they're able to bring to the table. Because, like I said, if they blow a leg out, they're not going to be able to get paid. And taking that one step even further. If they really want to get a college education, that's not going anywhere. You could take classes in the summer. You can wait till you're done. There's so much you could do. There's so much life you have left. Being able to be considered a talent for one of the, excuse me, for the best league in the world for that sport is an honor. And uh, we shouldn't be able to take that away from somebody for a split second. I mean, people dream of it. I used to dream of it. I'm five for eight, so those dreams went away quick. Shouts to Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> anyway, um, I made my point. I think you feel me because I'm, I'm pretty much in full agreement with you, and I'm just taking it even in, in, in more depth. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to say the NCAA is obsolete. I'm not going to take it that far. You have a lot of people that go to these schools. The fan base is always going to be there. The fan base is real. Like I said, in central New York, Syracuse basketball is something special. But if you want me to even bat my eye at that organization, you got to start paying the top. The Division One schools, you have to pay them. And, yes, there is going to be separatism. I'm not saying to pay the golf team. Sorry to everybody that's on NCAA golf. I love golf. It's a great sport. I'm not saying it's any less of a sport, but you're not generating the revenue that we're talking about. You're just not. Um, those kids should get paid. Those football kids that you can get. A, who's the kid that got paralyzed like five years ago? I don't even know who he played for. I think it was either Texas, Alabama, or something. But he got hit so hard, he's never going to walk again. The schools were nice to his family. They took care of all the medical bills and they, as they should. But the fuck? He's never going to walk again. Yeah. He so, never got paid to play. Yeah. So so I'll say that uh, because I think this is a full topic about what should be done with these people, we'll save that for another – for episode five or six or something else. But mm-hmm. so – but uh, but I do agree that the – there should be compensation, and I, I do have actually a pretty decent 
thought process of how you could do that without it being crazy. But uh, we'll get into that later. But just one other thing that people have been bringing up about RJ Hampton, which is really stupid. Uh, I saw something that um, one guy's take was that RJ Hampton will be hurting his own personal brand because um, if he goes to Australia, Americans won't know who uh, that much about him. But if he goes to a college and wins in college, uh, then, you know, but if he goes overseas, only NBA executives will know who he is. Well, it turns out that works out really well because uh, there's a guy named Luka Doncic who was the third round draft pick and probably mm-hmm. the best player out of the draft last year. And his ass was from fucking Slovenia and played in in uh, Spain. And you know who didn't know about him? The majority of people. You know who knows about him now? Anyone who Everyone. watches the NBA, right? So, yes. so fuck all that. You're gonna hurt your personal brain because, just like mm-hmm. he said, and I listened to him on um, on a few podcasts where he was with the guy that um, runs the NZ break, the New Zealand Breakers, and he was just like, "My dream is to play in the NBA, not to play in college." And so, mm-hmm. I have to do what's right for me to make sure that I can go and make it to the NBA. So, shouts to RJ Hampton. Do you? Don't let these people fucking say anything about you. Go get that money. <laughs> Go enjoy New Zealand and sit out there with the mommies because you're getting paid. Go get your bends. Go out there. Do your thing. Get all that weird shit out of the way before you got the NBA spotlight and all that shit. And now you can take the free loss. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Go get that paycheck. Go get. Go figure out how to save your own money, how to pay your own bills mm-hmm. and all that shit so you don't come in from being a college kid who's got student loans to getting $15 million and just blowing $1 million parties on a Saturday because you can. Like, go go learn go go learn your life skills somewhere where you're getting a little bit of bread and you got a little bit of fame for the area you're in so you can get used to that before you come to the NBA because a majority of these players that come from other leagues, they don't get hit with that because they have at least a stepping stone in between the fame that they had in high school with just no money and everyone in your area knowing who you were to now being like actual professional athlete. You know, one of the better things about it, too, just to to add a little bit, you know, I have a friend of mine that was, you know, telling me a little bit about those overseas leagues just in general. And he's just been, in a, he's, he's really into ball himself. You know, he was basically explaining how you're, you're playing better competition in the NCAA, hands down. And it's going to be easier to understand what it's like to play for a professional organization versus playing for a school. It's going to be, it's, it's a different world. It's a different world. It's a different game. And um, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the NCAA is not good. It's prepped a lot of great players. Michael Jordan did what three years, maybe four at North Carolina. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 It was a lot of, it was, it was multiple. So, what I'm saying is you, you can develop a player and you learn how to play the game a certain way, but I think there's better options for these people nowadays. And it's just, uh, this is just another prime example of old institutions trying to hang on and trying to use whatever influence they have left to kind of control things. But NCAA struggling. The good thing though, for this one is that it seems like the NBA is kind of, at least Adam Silver is kind of, on the side of this stuff happening because he wants to own the development league too. And so there's shouts to, shouts to Adam Silver, shouts to RJ Hampton, 
uh, get out there, follow follow RJ Hampton on Twitter, give him some love and show him that uh, yes. that that you know his brand ain't hurt and he's making the right choice. So, off that topic, I want to go on to something a little bit that hurts me, pains me inside, and it's just the Aaron Rodgers curse. I mean, he done fucked up, right? He ruined Wisconsin. Bucks didn't win a game since he couldn't chug a beer. Then directly after that, uh, uh, the head coach Matt Lafleur of the Packers uh, blows out his Achilles playing basketball. So it's just things are not looking great in Wis- the state of Wisconsin right now. And so I've been thinking, how does Aaron Rodgers fix this? Right, right. He cursed the entire state in one moment by half-ass chugging a beer. Right, <laughs> by chugging, by doing the weakest chug that's ever been out there. I mean. Talk about legacy breaking, right? I mean, I, listen, I'm I'm ride or die Aaron Rodgers, and I'll debate all day that he's the best quarterback in the league because he is. But mm-hmm. he, it's just embarrassing. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. And so, what does Aaron? What can Aaron Rodgers do to come bring the state of Wisconsin back? Because what he's can't happen back out there and win? What can't happen? Is this just continues, man? Because I, we can't let this curse keep going. So can't. Yeah. So here's so here's what I was thinking. I've been thinking about this. All right. What does he do? I think he's got to go out there and slam two beers. Right. Do it at the pra- Do it at practice. Do it at a. Do it at mini camp. Do it at something. But he's got to do it in front of cameras and be like, "Look, guys, I get it, but here you go," and just slam two beers. He just got to that or the first preseason game. Uh, see, that's the thing. I don't know how the NFL would feel about slamming beers during a game, regardless that it's a preseason game. So it might have to be somewhere else, but he's got to do something. I think he's got to go out there with two beers and just slam them. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, every day I have to practice. If, if he really can't chug, if that was really his best effort, which I can't believe it. I just can't. I can't believe that you are a professional athlete. You went to college at Cal, and you never slammed a beer once. I can't. I refuse to believe that. But let's say it is. Then he better be out there focusing, hitting the gym, and chugging liquids all day long just to practice so he can get this right. Because I think he's got to go out there um, during practice and just slam two beers just for everybody to show him up. He could have had sushi. Like two minutes before. That's what I'm saying. So just he's got to come out with a spin. He's got a spin zone, <laughs> right? He's got to come out with something. Look, guys, look, I'm not a big beer guy. I just had some sushi like four seconds before that. I just filled my belly with fucking beautiful Wisconsin cheddar cheese nachos. Something, right? He's got to say. He's got to say something. I want that now. Right? That's what I'm saying. So you got to come out. You got to say something because I just I can't let this go on. I can't. Uh, it's just not. It's not, it's not out there. It's not the, it's not the move. It's not the move. So what is the move? I think it's a social media tape. He should just do it in his backyard, chug two beers, and then afterwards throw a fucking football through a tire. Perfectly. That's, yes, perfect. That sounds great. Something like that, right? That's what he's got to do. That's what he's, it's got to be something like that. Sure, go to his backyard with a tire 
right? Slam a beer, throw three footballs, like one, two, three, right through tires, something like that. Right through the fucking middle up. Each of them spread out and that's shit, so he has to, like, go other ways. That's and what look, I'm like, saying. Like, I'm still the greatest. Yes. Fuck your feelings. Or do, like, a beer. Yes. Or do, yeah. yeah, do, like, a bunch of beer like uh like things like when like when you got to chug a beer and then do some type of activity so like chug a beer run chug a beer fucking throw the ball through a thing throw it to receivers something like that i don't advise chugging a beer and running because you could have you ever threw up the foam just the foam yeah i have but i'm not a goddamn professional athlete who cursed my entire state and fucking forced forced Giannis (laughs) to lose and they didn't win another goddamn game because he embarrassed them in front of everybody sucked the whole energy out of the stadium trying to figure out how to shoot a jump shot how to be comfortable pulling up from the mid-range Somebody needs to be on it. It's possible. But he has some long arms, man. Nah, it could, it could be tough. Anyway, listen, listen. he'll be all right. He's he's great. I love him. I hope so because he got to figure something out. He got to get. He got to chug a beer. I like that. I like that. Let's get that out to him. Let's let's get let's get this clip out to him. And let him <laughs> know that he's he got to chug do. a beer yeah. and he's got to throw a ball through some tires or hit some receivers or something. So we got to get to Devontae Adams. We got to get to uh, Jordy Nelson is about to retire as a Packer. So they're going to sign him for a day, which means he'll be up there in Wisconsin. That's his boy. So maybe they both chug beers. And then Jordy Nelson. How old is Jordy Nelson? I don't know. He's pretty old, but he's the great white hope. Jordy I love him as a player. Absolutely. Jordy Nelson. He's 34. Oh, yeah. His whole body hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 34. I mean, he got drafted in 2008. You know what I'm saying? So he won a Super Bowl, though. So he's, he's good. He's feeling good. But yeah, we got to get this out there. That would be that would be perfect. Okay, that's the move. We've figured it out. So we got to get word out to Jordy Nelson. So when he goes out to Green Bay to retire, I think later on this week, he's got to go over to Aaron Rodgers' house. And Aaron Rodgers got to chug a beer and throw him just a dime. Like just a dime through. Or someone's got to throw like a hula hoop. And then he's got to throw it through the hula hoop and like hit Jordy Nelson or something. Do a little collab for his retirement. Uncurse the city. Jordy Nelson retires. A beautiful thing. You know, that's what that's that's the move. I feel you. All right. So. So now that we figured that out, we got another thing we got to figure out because I had a hot take on something and the group chat was just coming at my <laughs> neck and I had to pause it and basically I say didn't come at nobody neck. was I didn't say you Anywhere. I just meant the group oh. chat was starting to feel some type of way about what I was saying and so I was just so now I'm going to clarify so basically what happened was one of our friends who's a diehard Jets fan I don't know why either because the organization continues to just give him giant middle fingers and tell him to fuck off pay me and we're not going to do anything good but I digress. So Le'Veon Bell dropped a mixtape and uh, dropped a song called "Making Moves," and this let's just get a cl- let's get a clip of it. So that's Le'Veon Bell's Make a Move song. So my take on that was he should not be rapping and he should be out there at practice. Now, 
let me clarify about what I was saying. Before you do that, okay, Conti, I'm not even going to say anything about that. Okay. I'm just going to say, I don't know if you heard me. I just seen that, and I was like, he just reminded me so much of Willie Beeman. <laughs> That's who he's trying to be, dude, Stephen Willie Beeman. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me. I'll put the. I'll put the. I'll put it real low. We'll just keep it. Going. I wish you, yo. I we'll wish keep people it here could in the background. See the video. Yeah, we'll keep it back here for you, just just so it's in the background. So, so you know, because sh- shouts to Lev Bell, you want to do now, turn that else. shit off, man. All right, I'll turn it I don't. I want you to come through clear. I want people to hear okay, you. Okay. Okay. So it's muted, but the video is playing just for you, so you can watch. I really can deep. see that. You know now, saying? honestly, honestly, bro. Just pause it because I think every time you played those videos, that's what was making my voice get choppy. No, uh, it's possible. I guess we'll find out now. But I, I, I closed it out. So, anyways, here's here's what I was trying to say. Okay, when so it's especially different for him or like Odell Beckham Jr. or these other players that have changed teams. There is a huge difference between the playbooks and the way things go for teams. There's a reason why even veterans and quarterbacks go to the optional workouts and don't go somewhere else. And I think it's very important that for a new player who wants to come, who just got paid a shitload of money to come impact a team, especially when they were unhappy with the previous team they were at and they want to come and show a message that coming to put in the work is very important. So what my point was about saying, like, he shouldn't be rapping, he should be on the field, is that when you're in athletics at this high of a level, right, 1% difference is what separates guys like Le'Veon Bell from a regular running back, right? They are, they're all fast. They're all strong. It's these very small windows that they have. And so I don't I think that if you're gonna come in and you're gonna say, I wanna be the guy that's gonna set the tone, I wanna go to a team that's gonna win, and you wanna go show the work ethic, you gotta be there. And that I'm not saying don't go do other things and do things on the side. It's just that everything that you do on the side is time that you're not putting into your main craft. And some people can get away with that because their God-given talent is just so much better than everyone else's that them at 75% is better than most people at 95% effort. But in order to be the best at what you're doing, you have to be one of these guys with the insane drive and dedication to go do things. And then my other example, and which is a, it's a little bit easier to illustrate, but I believe the same thing for all athletics, is that is like Tyron Woodley. So Tyron Woodley was the UFC 170, 170 pound welterweight champion for a while, smoking dudes. And he wasn't happy with the amount of money he was getting. So he was going out there. And he started doing TMZ shows and a podcast. Then he dropped a rap album. And it's like his talent 
was so much higher than all the other people he was against that he was really destroying these guys. But then, you know, it it just it just it catches up to you. And so there's a point where you where where it's just not enough. And the time that you're spending away from your craft has deteriorated your 1% or 2% thing. Because when he fought Kamaru Usman, Kamaru Usman wasn't going in there and doing, uh, like, working with TMZ and doing these podcasts. And it's the same thing that happens to very famous people or, uh, like, very famous athletes of any sport is that they get distracted and then they lose their edge. Now, I'm not saying don't do other things because you got to go get paid, right? And Le'Veon Bell probably got a bunch of money from that and he probably signed a deal somewhere and somebody gave him a big fat advance and they're out there and he just wanted to have a good time in Miami. But it's still time away from what you're doing and the 1% and 2% that you could be farther ahead than you were yesterday counts a lot more in high-level athletics than anything else. So that's what my point was. Not that he shouldn't be allowed or how it was interpreted where some people were thinking that I was saying, like, an athlete should just shut up and play the game. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that in order for you to be the best, those every day off is a day you're behind where you could have been. And so if you come out there and say, I'm going to be the most dominant player, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, not going to minicamp and shooting a rap video is the opposite of saying I'm going to come in and be the best and contribute for the Jets immediately. All right. Yo, Conte, I got to ask you an honest question because I feel you. Yes. I'm just not, I'm not clear on something. Okay. Because it's, don't take this the wrong way. To me, it sounds a little contradictory. When you say you're not saying he shouldn't do other things, what are you saying? Because it sounds like to me, and I'm just going to just tell me if I'm wrong. It sounds like you're really saying he should be focusing and training. He shouldn't be doing other things like that's So if you could clarify. okay. the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't I'm saying that I disagree with him skipping minicamp and shooting Mm -hmm. a rap video. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be allowed to make that choice, right? That's the difference, is that I'm not saying Le'Veon Bell shouldn't be allowed to do whatever he wants. I'm saying that I think it's a bad look and that it's not a smart decision to go do that and skip minicamp. That's what I'm – the the OTAs, the optional minicamps. That's what I'm I saying. have no disagreements with you mm-hmm. that. Now that you've clarified yourself, because he has an opportunity to work with his teammates. And in his specific instance, he hasn't even really worked with them yet, to my knowledge. I'm not going to make that claim. So, Well, he legally wasn't really allowed. You can't work with the coaches until those things. He, I mean, technically, I don't know that he true. didn't go to right, like right, right, hang right. out with his offensive linemen. But part of the players' union agreement is that you cannot do coached training outside of the limits of what is in the collective bargaining agreement. So he, he could problem. only have done right. unofficial stuff. 
not a problem. So, I mean, if that is true, and I, I mean, that's that's okay. So he hasn't worked with his team. Then in his specific instance, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Where I do disagree with you, though, is, and I, I agree with you in a specific sense that you have to know the right times. For example, you know, Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest basketball players in the world, but it's because he put in the work. It was going around that, what movie did he turn down? Uh, he got game. The Ray, the Ray Allen movie, the movie that Ray Allen did, Kobe didn't want to do because he wanted to take that summer to work on his game right before going back into training camp, camp and things like that. So it's definitely a mindset because I just also wanted to say where I also fully agree with you wholeheartedly. I just want to get some things out is in fighting, any type of fighting, UFC, boxing, jujitsu, karate. I, I mean, that's pretty much UFC. But, you know, if you, even if you just hone it into any type of specific combat sport like that, absolutely. I mean, take a look at Ronda Rousey. As soon as she started doing movies, she got knocked the fuck out. True. She wasn't even all that. But she was at one point the greatest female fighter in the world. I mean, in that fight, what I meant by it, when she came back to fight, she got fucked up. That's what I meant by she wasn't all that. Like, she was exposed. So I, I totally understand what you're saying because a fighter's mindset is something different. You know, these guys are people that want to fight the other best fighters in the world. I want to get in the ring with this motherfucker and fuck him up. They want to do that. You know, takes a specific type of individual to want to do that. So if you have someone who's hungry, who has nothing while you're sipping champagne and doing movies and getting all the attention and living a good life, this person's in the trenches working three degree weather, training, think of Rocky. I mean, just just all types of craziness. Yes. And yeah, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. You know, when you sleep on somebody, you'll get knocked the fuck out. Look at Anthony Joshua. He didn't. He underestimated his opponent. Like Joe Rogan said, crazy things happen when you get punched in the head. He didn't know where the fuck he was at. Exactly. He got hit too hard. So I totally agree. In a fight, in a sport like that, one hundred percent, you shouldn't be doing anything before a fight. You need to be training, and even in your downtime, you need to be taking it easy, cautiously, not yeah. getting too comfortable. Yeah. But. A sport like basketball, I disagree. All these people do all types of shit. That's why I don't want to make the comment. Like, I don't know if LeBron ever skipped training camp or Blake Griffin or Darren Williams. And he's out of the NBA right now. But at one point, he was all over the place, dropping buckets all over the television. Chris Paul, any star in the NBA you can name is all over the TV. And the only reason why you can say that is like you were saying before, you know, their face is on TV, so it's easier for them to build their brand. They're constantly on the TV. So as long as they're playing well, people will know who they are. So it's easier for them to get those those endorsements. And they do all types of extra shit. I heard some NBA practices, they'll have photo shoots at them. No joke. So um, it's all relative, right? It's yeah. all relative. That's because you go. Uh, go ahead. I'll let you finish. You let me. Yeah, finish. it's that. That's what I'll say. It's all relative. Like who? Who is? I think on an individual basis, it always applies. But the it's simple mathematics. The the more things you have to distract you, the more opportunities you have to slack off your game while somebody else is working on theirs to be the best. There's kids every day training, trying to get to where you're at. They want a spot. 
How many spots are there on a team? How many people are trying to get one spot every year? You know, it's like, you know, how many people retire versus how many spots? For, you, you get what I'm saying. That's, so. that's exactly what my point was. And for basketball, I get it. for yeah, basketball, I get it. I get it because it's a lot more games. It's the same thing with baseball. Like mm-hmm. players don't even play in every game most of the time. You know, there's not a lot of players play 86 games, you know, and right. No fucking baseball players play 162 games, but the NFL season is so short and so grueling, and you sat out an entire fucking year last year. So just specifically right. on Le'Veon Bell, you took all of 2018 off because you said, I deserve to be paid. I am the best running back in the league and I need to be mm-hmm. paid accordingly and fuck you and I believe in myself and I'm going to sit out and then it's going to be too expensive for y'all to pay me next year so you're going to let me go and someone else will pay me when you go all in on that when you say fuck you I'm betting on myself and then you get what you want and you le- and the team drops you they say fine we don't want to pay you the X amount of millions of dollars he just got, right? The fourteen million dollars mm-hmm. or what? Or no, uh, whatever his deal was. I don't know. It's some fucking huge deal. A four-year, fifty-two million dollar deal with thirty-five million guaranteed. Le'Veon Bell got a contract for thirty. No matter what, he gets thirty-five million dollars. He could play no games. Thirty-five million dollars. So you bet on yourself and you won. Now it's time to come through for the team. And if I pay you the second high, if you're the second highest paid running back in the NFL, but he's, I think he's the most guaranteed, but he's the second highest total earnings across the contract. So if I invest in you as the Jets, you better fucking be in there. And you had all this time, right? When the, like, he signed the deal March 13th, right? He, made the music video like three, four weeks ago. Where the fuck was this two months? You do this in March, whatever. Because you can't do shit because nothing's going on. It's not as fun to be in Miami in March. I mean, we went there and we had a pretty good time. But it, it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but like, I get it. But I'm just saying, this is not... You just did all this work. And now it's like, you better be coming through for your team. So that's 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 my only point. And when I tr- and and I appreciate you asking me to clarify my statement because, you know, I understand what I'm saying. But that's all I was trying to get across. It's like when I say, no, and I understand when I you say, too. And yeah, like when I say like he shouldn't have did it. When I say he shouldn't have did it, that's my opinion that he shouldn't have did it. But I'm not right. saying like a lot. Like some people mean it by like saying like he shouldn't be allowed to do that. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. If he goes out there and says, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to play football, and I'll let my lawyers decide if I actually still get that thirty five million if I never play a game, right? He could go do that too. That's his own fucking business. But if you're coming out there and you bet on yourself and you talk all this shit and you say I'm the best running back, I deserve to get paid, and then you go to a new team who does invest in you and says, you know what? You're right. Here's a shitload of money. We're up and coming franchise. At least we're supposed to be if we weren't run by fucking idiots. And so, mm-hmm. but we got the pieces to be an up and coming franchise. We're going to pay you. Come in and be our guy. And then you just don't go to the fucking first optional mini camp and release a music video. That's a bad look, in my opinion. That's, there we go. That's my point. 
Yeah, I mean, with everything that he did specifically, and, you know, you don't see Tom Brady partying on boats. I don't mean to use him as an example. I'm not, he's he's great. You know, when I say I'm not the biggest fan of his, I mean, it's just because I live in New England. But other than that, he's great, and he's an amazing player, and he's 40-something. And he's able to go out there all the time and perform at a high level. It's because he's not out there drinking booze. You know, he's doing all the little things. And I get what you're saying. It's, you know, separating yourself from the others. You know, what can you do to perform at a higher level? Yeah. And, you know, to each his own. For all we know, he's going to come out there and dominate next year. I hope so. But But if he doesn't, it's like, damn, bro. It's the same thing. It's the same thing for the Giants. When they had that off week and they partied on the Miami yacht and then got smoked. Mm -hmm. Who knows if that's the reason. But you know what? Not a good look. Right? If if you're going to come out and play like shit in a playoff game after you have a bye week and you go to a yacht and party. And by the way, maybe some Snapchat videos come out of maybe some blow being on the thing. Another not good look. Where are your boys keeping these thoughts phones? Like, I don't understand how that happens. But whatever. That's a whole other topic for another day because you need a pussy coordinator. You need a pussy coordinator. It's It's not not being focused. focused. But that's what I'm saying. Your eye is off the prize. So, like, I don't care if you had the three days off and you were allowed to do whatever you want. What you don't do is go party on the yacht, have Snapchat videos come out that bitches talking about blow on there. (laughs) Sorry. And then you just get fucking annihilated and look like y'all asleep in the playoff game. Not a good look. And so far, Le'Veon Bell at the Jets... Not a good look. I hope it is. I hope he comes out in the in the fucking preseason, comes out, breaks off a 90-yard run, then never plays again in the preseason, comes out in the season, and just smokes everybody. It would be great. It would be a good story to see. The Jets are a young, upcoming team. I think it would be cool. I'm just saying, not a good look. I don't think it was a good decision to do. Because it shows to me that your eye is not on the prize. And the prize should be, I'm going to be the greatest running back in the NFL. And if that's the prize... You better be doing wind sprints and fucking running up and down hills and lifting weights and doing push-ups in your backyard because you know who it is? All the other running backs. Or at I'm least. Just, but some people are just naturally nice at what they That's do. true, but if you're naturally, you know? but, but... But if you're a step slower, saying, that makes all the difference. I agree. Yeah, when, that's, there's that saying work, where it's like, give me... Outworks talent. Yes, yeah. exactly. Hard work outworks talent or whatever the saying is, but yeah. Whatever it is, that concept. Yeah, but... Yo, listen... Listen, yeah. Le'Veon Bell, the fuck are you rapping for anyway? That's, There's a million rappers. <laughs> that's useless, another, that's, man. That's another no thing. one gives a fuck. Like, let's talk about that. Like, I could understand if you were doing something else, but if you didn't go to shoot a rap video, it's like, I mean, I get it, nigga. If I could shoot a rap video on a boat with some hoes, I would do it too. Uh, let me stop. I really don't know what I would do because what's the point? You know, there's not even really much money in music. I stream a lot of my music for free. Yeah. Just to Spotify. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. So I'm just sitting here. I'm sorry. I was a little distracted because I was browsing through Instagram here. That's fine. And That's yo, fine. what? Why? Okay, this is going to make some people mad. But why all the Instagram thoughts 
or basic bitches. No, you know what? I'm not going to say thoughts. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say, why do all the basic bitches think that posing with a laptop open on like Google, right? Not even doing nothing or like a blank word document with a coffee cup and then their glasses sitting next to it. And then they do an IG video of like boss bitch out here working like, yo, you browsing Instagram at a Starbucks while drinking a coffee. Don't act out mm-hmm. here like you running a Fortune 500 company. I don't know. That shit just makes me laugh. Like when people try to style on that, like, look at me. I'm out here running my business. And it's like, uh, you have a fucking blank word document open. I don't know what you're doing. Yo, bro, it's just for the attention, man. I see so much basic shit around me. But, you know. In that one specifically, when it comes to that, that's 100% just for the attention. You see, they got to come up with content. And it's 90% of the time, it's just not good. That's why the ones that all they do is show their ass is because that's all that they have. And listen, don't get me wrong, ladies. I want to see you successful. I want to see you on your boss bitch shit. But don't fake it till you make it. Put the fucking spreadsheet down. Open up a book, learn some, and then learn how to work that spreadsheet and put some real numbers on in there, you know? But meanwhile, at the same time, j- j- just because just because you have a spreadsheet open doesn't make you a boss bitch. <laughs> Yo, first you know, of all, I had anyone, to decide. Yeah, anyone who does, anyone decide who does business doesn't go, oh, here we go, a spreadsheet. This is how this is how real work gets done. Spreadsheets are trash. You're accounting no one, now. You're the, you're the accounting department. No one wants to do spreadsheets, dude. No one wants Man, to do spreadsheets. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, in real talk, like, they can't even take the time to download a template to make it at least look good. No, they just be Show having blank. Charts. They, just, they just be having blank. <laughs> like, the reason, the one I just saw is this chick on Instagram that I follow was getting her nails done and had her MacBook Air open. And mm-hmm. it was just to like Word, like when you just open Word. So like not even a Word document, like that shit that where it just says like, would you like to open a blank document or a template? Or, and here's the last 10 things you had open, right? Like like, like that, like that. And she was just like, uh, me always working even when I'm getting my nails done. And it's like, what? You have a bl- You don't even have a blank Word document open. You just got the program open. And you're out here right. trying to be like, Oh, look at me always working. Like, yo, stop trying to flex for the gram. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. That kind of stuff irks me. Just when yo, let's not that. go too far. Just, just to, just to, just to exp- further explain. We we have a mutual friend that we follow on the gram, and I actually muted this person. I can't see him anymore. You don't have to think too hard. This okay. person lives for the likes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel, I feel you. I mean, There's, everyone's that's, that's a lot of people. It's just so blatant with that person. But low key, they all want to just do some shit just so they could take a picture and post it to make it look like their life is interesting instead of actually trying to be fucking interesting. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, the reason you mostly see women doing that shit is because they never really had to be interesting. Because at the end of the day, they feel like all they got to do is look around, be somewhat cute, and somebody's going to try to, like, spend money on them and let them suck up somebody else's time. I know this sounds awful, <laughs> but I'm just I'm, I'm going in 
because let's 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 be real. Let's be real. What I'm I'm not saying that you know women aren't interesting. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like the tangible skills that it takes. You understand aren't as developed usually. That's why when you find certain things, you consider it rare as a man. You call it a gem because you know, like I said. Right now, we're talking about the basic stuff. I'm talking about all the basicness I see around me. Yeah. And within I, that basicness, I, I'm almost done. Okay, okay. And within that basicness... No, I was almost done. I was yeah, yeah, clearing yeah. my throat. Within that basicness comes things like, oh, I'm going to post a freaking blank Word document to make it look like I'm working just so I can get a bunch of likes or people could think something about me. It's like, what is that even getting you? Other than some quick satisfaction, like actually learn how to do that. You'll be better off. Rant over. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that there's a lot of basic ass dudes out there and a lot of dudes faking and, uh, and faking. All right. Yeah. To balance it out. Absolutely. I was going very hard. That was one side. Like, 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 there's a shitload of people. Like, I follow a kid that. When he was working for me and was a really bad salesperson, and I mean not good, uh, he just spent all day talking to people. It was very difficult, and like I don't say that about a lot of people because I prided myself on uh, uh, developing and training people so that they would get, you know, I could get the best out of them. I I really, I really did. It really was a big deal to me to make sure that I could, you know, I didn't believe that they were bad employees, and I believed that I could try to get everyone to be to be good but this guy was just a, a low performer i put a lot of work into him and uh but he used to mm-hmm. stunt on the gram because he was part of a pyramid scheme of like buying vacations right some like vacation thing and he would spend a lot of time even trying to convince customers it would give him like his card and that's eventually why i had to fire him because he was like soliciting people for his fucking pyramid scheme all that work but like he stunts for the gram like i'm the ceo of this company that's a pyramid scheme for selling vacations. And like he's capping for the gram. He's like out there. He's like, oh, yo, look at me. I'm out here in Belize doing my thing. Bup, 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 bup. And, you know, you could be like this, too. And I gave up that nine to five lifestyle. And it's like, number one, mm-hmm. you got fired from the nine to five lifestyle, at least last time I remember. And number two, like you like you ain't selling vacations. You're selling a dream of being t- like good at stuff to other people, which is an embarrassment. But that's a whole not, you know, I, I won't digress too much because that's another good topic we could talk about, which is this motivation porn and like how people go like, oh, you just got to get out there and hustle and do your thing and da 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 and the world will come to you. Um, and, you know, I think that's just, uh, I don't know, that's motivation porn. And uh, same thing with like, you just got to manifest it and it'll come true. All that stuff is all like motivational techniques, which... We'll get into on another episode because it's been uh, about 55 minutes. This time flew by, right? Flew by. We got extra topics on the thing that we'll just have to save for the next episode. But I think uh, I think this, you know, I had a good time. And uh, is there anything else you want to talk to the people about before we uh, before we end for today? No, I'm pretty cool, man. You know, it's always a pleasure sitting down with my boy, talking about random things and just, you know, sharing our insight. Oh, it's always a pleasure talking to you, CC. Yep. Once again, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening, everyone out there. And uh, we hope that uh, you have a great rest of your week.
Yeah. So uh, hopefully, I might take that ice bath. My legs hurt. Sometimes you got yo get the Epsom salt. B get the Epsom salt. That's what I you got to do, dude. You got to get that uh-huh. Epsom salt. Just get that Epsom salt bath. You'll be feeling. You'll be feeling right. That's the move. Shout outs to Epsom salt baths. You know, big ups to them. So yeah, uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Um, currently working on Google Play and iTunes. I don't know why they're trying to hold me back. Uh, Google Play is giving me a hard time. iTunes is giving me a hard time. I got the tech genius himself, Elix, on it. Uh, Mr. Robot himself is out here trying to get on it, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. But uh, other than that, this has been episode four, and just. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.